Hey everyone, it's been a wee while since I've um, been back and give you an update on my update. Oh gosh, I really wanted to come and give you guys some good news and let you know everything's okay, but wouldn't be me without a little bit of hiccup along the way. Um, I've been very sick for the last um, three three months. Um, I got a well, kind of like pneumonia type um, thing and uh, uh, managed to get to the doctors after a, a month I think it was I've been sick of it so I got my first round of antibiotics managed to clear it all up from my chest and my throat cleared basically all the way up to my um, my nose and my left ear and then <laughs> it basically stopped working and my left ear pretty much closed up uh the side of my face went has been numb had trouble hearing and it spread across to my right ear and then started working down down my body again from my head and i thought screw this i went back to the doctors got on another round of antibiotics didn't really have an impact that time my ear was still blocked up my face was still numb feeling like crap and no energy really lethargic and then I'm on my third round of antibiotics at the moment and it's the doctors believe because of the that um, lung and respiratory infection I had that it's um, ended up being a middle ear infection so I can tell you having constant ringing in your head my ear was incredibly sore uh, this time around I had no ear pain so I didn't think it was my ear but I'm not a doctor so I don't know so it kind of um, really stalled my um, plans for forging ahead um, but I'll tell you what those plans were, or hopefully still are. They're pretty much up in the air at the moment, and if they don't come true, then... Oh, shit. Things are going to get pretty shitty pretty soon. Um, I'm probably going to have to sell my house, try and find somewhere to live. If, if I can afford another house... I don't think banks lend um, any money to people on a disability support pension. But if I did manage to get a mortgage, it's going to be a couple of hours away from where I am now. So away from basically any supports that I have at the moment. Any um, friends. I seem a bit laxing at the moment. And any opportunities. So I'll be further isolating myself again. So I've really, been really trying to hit that off, um, carrying on my treatments, making some real progress. But I'll tell you about what my plans were and might be a few surprises for a few people to hear what they were. But here goes. I've been flat out um, with physic physical therapy to try and get my body back in shape and 
really smashing it with my um, psychologist and my brain treatment. I'm actually going through uh, TMS at the moment. That's uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. Um, coming up soon on my 100th um, treatment, so looking forward to that. It's really, really helped me um, get ahead and get me in the mind space that I needed to be. But what I've been trying and working so hard for is to get my old job back, to get back into the jail, to make a difference, to to be probably the most fulfilled I have ever been out of any job I've ever done. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's horrible. Um, the people you work with aren't always nice. Um, a lot of the people have just made honest mistakes, stupid mistakes, or gotten involved in drugs. And I kind of want to be there to try and help people. That's why I got into the job, and that's why I've been trying to um, get back in. It was never the prisoners were never the issue. It was never the officers. The issues were the aftercare um, with the way I was dealt with by the department and just some of the policies and just the way people in head office treat people like myself. Um, I'd really like to see that change. And if I can support officers and stop them going through what I did, I'd wholeheartedly put my hand up to do that. It's been an incredibly hard journey. I mean, I think it's, what, nine years? I think on the, oh gosh, was it the 13th? The 13th is going to be the anniversary of my attack. And you know what? I, I... don't wish the the prisoner that done this to me any harm or any ill will. Um, I've I've forgiven him, and I've moved on. And I really want to be able to do that. Gosh, this is really hard to say. Um, with my treatments and um everything and talking things out with my psychologist it's um pretty much removed that veil of um my own rose rose colored um glasses that i've been wearing through life and seeing my own reality painting it a lot better than what it really was and having that filter removed is pretty raw, pretty hard, um, but it's how helping me become a better person. It's helped me grow up a lot. It's helped me mature. It's helped me feel things that I've been avoiding. It's also thrust things into my face that I have been avoiding and having to deal with them. And what I've been struggling with lately is 
um, the the death of my mother, and also the death of my best friend in the whole world. Um, I think having that veil sort of removed from my eyes is. Oh God, it sounds awful. I just sound so naive saying this, but the the way that I've lived my life, I I pretty much run away and hid from everything. I just didn't want to deal with it. I think it's because I had to deal with so much shit growing up as a child and a lot of stuff that happened to me as an adolescent then happened to me later in life and then pretty much everything's been in free fall since my um, my marriage broke down in 2012. So having that veil removed has brought up a lot of raw emotions. With my mum, um, it's brought that finality of her death that she's no longer going to be there. She will not be around anymore. I always thought that she'll be there, even in spirit that she'll be around me, but other than um, a few little odd things that have happened around home, I haven't felt it, and it's kind of me, kind of me making me feel a lot more vulnerable, and a lot more with the sense of isolation. And I can't blame anyone else but myself because I've pretty much painted myself into this corner. I, I run away from the world to avoid my problems. And with my best friend in the whole wide world, we pretty much grew up going to primary school together and we grew up in each other's houses and best friends all the way through. And he passed away from a brain aneurysm incredibly suddenly. And I suppose I've been in shock. And having to go through the shit that I've gone through means I haven't had a chance to deal with any of the stuff because my brain has just been occupied so much with everything that's going on at the moment and I'm sure there are people out there that can relate to this and maybe struggling with this at the same time and I'm reaching out and saying look don't worry don't panic don't fret. Things happen for a reason. And don't beat yourself up. Because you'll deal with it in your own time when you have the ability to deal with it. And you wouldn't be the person you are today without having to go down the journey that you've been through. And I've picked that up from so much of the stuff that I've been reading lately and so much of um, the media sort of thrusting it in my face it's sort of pushing that reality well the the real world reality from from my eyes from basically everything that I've been brought up and learning all the bits and pieces along the way it's pretty hard I'm 52 now and pretty much hard to figure out that everything that I have learnt in my 52 years had been wrong 
and I've been living my life incredibly wrong. And I look at some of the decisions that I made in the past, and I am so embarrassed about my actions and my decisions hurt hurting people close to me because I didn't know any better because I was stuck in my own wee fantasy world my own reality based that the best way I could base my reality is a TV sitcom where there's always a happy ending at the end of every episode everything's resolved there's no problems everyone's smiley there's no bad people no one trying to do you harm everyone's happy and it's pretty much how I've tried to live my life through my own little narrative and the sad fact of that is because I tried to live my life that way I've shut out the real world and run away from it especially when things got tough because I didn't have the skill set in place to deal with hard issues to deal with problems there's a lot of stuff that I had to run from I mean being molested as a child being pretty much terrorised as a child and psychologically and physically assaulted then from someone that you well, was in a position that, that of respect and that you're supposed to look up to violated you in, in a way that, that shook you to your core I, I couldn't deal with it I, I had to run I had to blank it out. And then, I mean, I can I can see now, it's quite, quite strange when you sort of remove that sort of veil and you can look back and see how life turned out. And you can see why it turned out the way it did because I, I wasn't equipped to deal with those problems because a lot of stuff was thrust upon me at a young age forcing me to grow up and I didn't want to grow up I wanted to stay a child where everything was nice and innocent and no one no one hurt you no one done stuff to you no one had other intentions for you but for some of us that was our reality but I have learned to grow, learned to forgive, learned to release, learned to forgive myself. I think it's probably the first real time I can actually look myself in the mirror and actually understand and love that guy in the mirror. And yeah, it's a bit hard having all these raw emotions and that come up knowing how I could have dealt with them at the time but I run and because I I ran from them they built up in my head built up in my body built, built up in my soul just basically poisoning it really 
But now I'm in full phase to get my life back. So I'm really hoping that I will get in the next intake. It's in October. Uh, I I don't I don't know if I'll get in. Um, that's the reality of me talking. Um, previous previously, Kerry would have said that. Yeah, no, don't worry, it's a sure thing. It'll be fine. You know, of course, they want me back, but um, just like everybody else at the moment, everything's in limbo. Wait, I'm waiting on other people to make choices for me so I can try and move forward. But I can still move forward in my own my own way, which is I'm quite happy about. But uh, being sick for over three months hasn't sort of helped. It sort of put me back at least two months. I, I was hoping to be in a bit, 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 better position than I am. And now i got the reality of the the bank's goodwill of giving me a grace period um, through my mortgage giving me mortgage assistance is going to come to an end and if I can't get back on track they're pretty much telling me I'm going to have to sell my house and I, I can pretty much tell you I'm quite scared and I suppose that's a good thing because I can feel that and I know that. And if you are scared, then there are actions you can do to mitigate that or try and avert it or deal with it. Before, I would have just pretty much bounced through things saying, don't worry, she'll be right. Everything will turn right in the end. Usually does. But... As you all know, you've been following me for a while now. doesn't always end up that way. But doesn't mean that I'm prepared to give up at the moment. I've still got a lot more life to live yet and a lot more people I'd like to help. So definitely want to try and um, move forward. I can feel my body slowly getting stronger again. I don't... <laughs> third lot of antibiotics nasal steroids um this is about the first day i've actually felt good yesterday i was laid up i felt like shit i just had a killer headache all day but yeah i went out on today on my bike and felt good felt really good and i'm gonna go out later and i'm gonna take my beautiful dogs for a walk and that's one thing that i will say i've learned to appreciate Appreciate all those things in life that are here now that matter to you, be it your family, be it your friends, be it your job, be it your work, because they're not always going to be there. And sometimes we kind of have to prepare for that eventuality, but live in the moment love those things cherish them because I know I do I love my mum and I miss her I love my friend Jason and I miss him and I love my dogs so much they have 
helped me when no one out, no one else was there, and I owe them the world, and I will till their last breath on this earth. My dying mission is to give these dogs the best life they've ever had, because they saved mine. And to you, everyone out there listening, if I can help one or two or all of you out there, then you've made my life so much better and so much richer. I I really, really appreciate it. And I thank you so much for being part of it, coming along on my journey, listening to my rambles, listening to my funny stories from jail. It's quite strange when I tell people about jail stories now, just the little look of horror on some of their faces and people just don't, still don't get it. But it's, it's a part of me, it's a part of my life. I can't suppress that and I can't filter it. Because when you start holding stuff back is when things start building up. So the only way to hedge that dam that is building up behind you is to slowly release it. I mean, obviously don't let it all come gushing out. I mean, I've been there, done that, and people look at you like you're a fucking idiot. But if you can control the flow of information and all that stuff that's backed up, Talk to professionals. Don't forget to get professional help. Then that damn wall behind you is not going to be so big and scary when that wall breaks. And you can always rebuild a wall. You can't rebuild yourself and your soul if you pretty much do what I've done. Run away. Don't deal with stuff try to make out it's not a problem it's no biggie you got to deal with stuff in life lots of people out there doing it and my hat's off to you to everyone behind a wheel of a big rig my hat's off to you guys you keep the country going you keep the lifeblood going from and all the farmers out there I thank you as well because everything I put on my plate was put there by a farmer so somewhere in this world my hat's off to you all because you do an incredible job and I'm sure there are a lot of people in this world that don't really take the time to thank you for what you do for all the hard work that you do do and for every single person that gets up every day for um, thankless, meaningless, taskless job, but gets up and does it every day, my hat is off to you because that's you guys are the real heroes. And hopefully one day I'll be a hero for you guys. At the moment I don't feel it, but I'm working on it. And I will keep working on it. I really will I do feel blessed something 
a few months ago I definitely couldn't tell you I, I felt that way but doing my therapies has really really helped helped me see things helped me grow I'm just so very thankful. And thank you, everybody. Hopefully, the next time I pick up the microphone, I will give you some kick-ass news and let you know something positive has happened and I'm on my path to rebuild. haven't told you all my plans yet, but getting back into it, that's step one. And getting back into the community and around people, not isolating myself and hiding from the world, that's definitely there as well. I've lost so much. I lost over nine years of my life doing this. I lost a lot more when I think back. But it's not over yet. There's always time to change, always time to grow. And I appreciate that so much. From the man-child boy that ran away from the world to the person I am now, I'm very grateful. And thank you so much. And I hope you have an awesome freaking day. Rightio, I'm signing off. If you ever want to get in touch, please drop me a line. I love to hear from you guys. Right. Bye, guys. Bye, ladies. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.